Welcome everyone to another episode of Weekly Games Chat, brought to you by the HP Video Game Podcast Network. That, that I almost sounded live. I mean, I know. Not, not live. <laughs> sounded live. Yeah, that sounded like it was a recording, but it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> I'm your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hey, how you doing? Uh, coffee's amazing. Uh, and uh, friend uh, of the show, John. Uh, how many more weeks do I have? Like, well, this is week ten. two. You, yeah, you're, you're, you've already violated your probation <laughs> this year. So the second the second offense of this is much more extreme. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> earlier in the year, I was out a couple of weeks. You yeah, violated yeah, the remember? terms of agreement because yeah. of my. Um, I can't be held accountable for sick boy. If you miss, if you miss sick again, boy John. Yeah. If you miss again, <clears throat> HR is going to have to grab you when you come in. <laughs> you probably haven't seen it, but what we're going to do is something similar to the um, Metallica guitarist search from their documentary that they aired oh god yeah <laughs> yeah we're gonna go through a lot of uh co-hosts before we find the right one okay? so if i'm a if i'm just kind of a guest yeah why am i being forced to do the show notes every week well one let's clarify the word forced <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do an amazing job we um we yeah, appreciate you you would not know it um uh, well, behind the scenes, you're probably right. John, why can't you just put them all here? It, well, why, why can't you? It, this is what happened. The retention of our request in your brain is absolutely ridiculous because we go, it makes sense, John, to if we're doing <clears throat> Nintendo articles, right? Let's list all the Nintendo articles. Nintendo. Like, it, it blends together. And for years, we've asked this request. <laughs> and we need sunglasses on now because it's dark in this room. Like, to me, I would have put this first because this is like the biggest story, I think, of, of things that yeah. gotten He's looking at our week. show notes now for yeah. the news okay but but when i do that uh-huh. like finally this week <clears throat> i'll oh, yeah. hear the complaint why you got to end with a dud story you know you have had that where like we'll be rocking with news and then it'll be like so maybe but maybe, see, but just see maybe. look but look at this you did that because you didn't put last <laughs> <laughs> look, good day sir it's it's part of now it's part of a shtick when you do when you see the last bit you'll understand why mm. but it's part of a thing now it has to be what it is and we don't need to mess with it yeah. It's just like when we, you know, uh, like Chris is, we make fun of him for how he reads. It's a thing now. I don't read good. <laughs> Math be hard, yo. <laughs> I just don't read good. So, guys, I checked out uh, a movie with Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron recently. I saw that earlier this year. But I was going to ask you, you if you've before, seen it. Before you talk about that, I, you know what I want to do, Sean? What? I just want to quickly remind everyone that uh, this is the open banner period of the podcast. And uh, I, love the, wanna, I love this, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to just skip to our topic this week, which is a pretty big game, though. It's been out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you can just check the show notes for the topic time, start time, and skip to that. Time, time, time. But yeah, long shot, Sean. I uh, if I finally saw it on the HBO Go app, and I was like, I want to see this movie. Yeah, I rented it um, from the old Red Box, or no, from- just one that was on Xbox because I missed it while I was in theaters. Dude, hey, you, great I, movie! I, it, it, oh, thank you. I thought that you would absolutely enjoy it, so I'm glad you've seen it. Um, I found myself laughing at really funny parts. Uh, I found myself connected to the story of those two. Um, I, I teared up at one point because it actually had got, it was a little bit late at night. Maybe I was tired. I want to see you tear up. I've, well, never, I've never seen it. it. It's a different look for me, but it, it was a good movie. I, I really want to promote that if no one's seen it. Yeah. It's a uh, solid, it's, it's one of the better romantic comedies I've seen in a while. Rom-coms, John. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, you know, a lot of times they just go to the formula and they're like, okay, so they're two people very different and we're going to put them together and then something's going to 
you know, pull them apart. And yeah, I'm not going to say that's not in here or anything like that. Right. Cause that formula is kind of just a standard thing for it. But what they often don't do is actually give you characters that you care about and like <clears throat> real logistical reasons that would come in here. And, and like the reasons in this one, they make a lot of sense. They really do. And like everyone's actions are very much grounded. Yeah. So, I don't you know, know, man, rom-coms have really gone downhill after mannequin two on the move. <laughs> Well, have you seen Made in Manhattan? No. <laughs> That'll change your mind. Is that the... That's a J-Lo. lose a guy in 10 days. That's a J-Lo joint. I yes. love the J-Lo rom-coms. I'm going to put that out there. It's now recorded. I saw the one the world with, knows uh, it. I saw the one... <laughs> have you seen Ghosts of Girlfriends <clears throat> Past? I saw the one with uh, McConaughey. What's that one? How to Lose a Guy in no. 10 Days? No, 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 no. Uh, it's a J... It's a, um, <clears throat> The Wedding Planner. That's a wedding planner. Another fantastic J-Lo rom-com. Yeah. <laughs> Like think of Classic scene where he throws away all the colored M&Ms and just eats the brown ones. And there are people apparently who are really like that. I bet you there are some there people. There are people who are really like that after they saw the movie. Maybe, but maybe well, not. It's because of the food coloring. There's a, <laughs> there's that scene in Wayne's World where, Wayne's Garth, World. where right like Garth is at a party and he's just in the background separating like probably 10,000 M&Ms into their own little bowls by color. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what Garth does. Garth. I identify with Garth. <laughs> you um, didn't tell him about my pubes, did you? <laughs> I uh, I don't identify. I, I don't think I've seen Wayne's World. Really? In its entirety. I think it's oh one of those movies God. I've seen parts of it, and I know of it, um, but I don't think I've watched it. That's I, probably the first time I ever saw Chris Farley in anything. <clears throat> Was was Wayne's World for me? Definitely. Other than like SNL, it was Tommy See, I Boy. Hadn't, I hadn't seen us. Tommy yet. Boy, yeah, was the first thing I saw Chris Farley in, mm-hmm. and thank the Lord I saw that movie. <laughs> thank the Lord for not Tommy so Boy. much here, <laughs> not here so much, <laughs> right here. Well, I watched the press. Did you did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Was he best? You know what? Tommy Boy. That's the funniest movie of all time. Tommy Boy was the first time I heard about our hometown. Because there's a point. Our hometown? There's a point where he's like, he's like, I see what your error is. You got two Columbuses on here. And he's like, that's Columbus, Ohio. And this is Columbus, Georgia. (laughs) I don't remember that. (laughs) Yes. That was a joke. That's the first time I ever heard about it. First time, long time. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um,. I only saw, the only movie I saw this week was depressing, so I don't know if you want to hear about it. Frozen two? <laughs> no, I saw uh, it's it's out on Netflix. It's getting a lot of buzz. It's got uh, Adam Driver right now is in. Just everything. say it. It's a uh, called Marriage Story, and uh, if you want to see some great How's acting that on your Netflix, but it's not on my Netflix <laughs> because it just knows it knows like the algorithm can't. knows to yeah. not put it on my Netflix. Yeah. Very very uh, very serious movie but like also very well acted mm. and uh it's based on that dude the guy who directed it's like actual life and you can kind of tell mm-hmm. just by the way it's set up because i'm driver uh God. noah bachman's his name oh he's noah done bachman. um he's done a lot of who movie. the f- is noah <laughs> bachman he's done actually he was the guy who did that uh movie a couple of years ago with sandler that got him his first praise in a while the my Stire stories or whatever they're called. I can't remember what the name is. Name it's drops on. brought to you by <laughs> yeah. Chris Lockard and the it's Weekly Games Chat Podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's about a couple breaking up and um, it's it, it, it's really interesting. And it's got Alan Alda. Well, that's I, know, I know who that is. Did yes. you uh, check out The Irishman yet? No, uh, but that is on my Netflix. Get and ready for a 
26 million people have checked Three it. Three and a half hours. Yes. That was my Friday night. Well, I, I, I love that Netflix has <clears throat> that kind of content. Like, the, it's a movie that is, you know, it's not just like a 30-minute movie. It's like a legit <clears throat> movie, so. I found the movie pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pure Oscar bait. Um, it's, Chris almost choked on uh, it's, uh, his sodi pop. It's it uh, you can I think overall you can be really seduced and distracted by the fact that those three guys are on screen together. Mm. I think that is compelling and, and and anybody should watch when there's when those three guys are on screen together. Just watch the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's you know porn. I don't, if they're Uh-oh. in it, just watch it. Have but, they ever been in anything all three like porn? <laughs> no, no, no. Have, have any? Have the, all three of them? No, nah, I don't been think anything? so. Yeah, because no. I don't think Pacino's ever acted with Pesci. No, Pacino's never done Scorsese before. This is his first one, right? Yeah. So, just but in case people are not in the know, who are the three you're talking about, John? Uh, so, Robert De Niro, uh, Bobby, Joe Pesci, mm-hmm. and Al Pacino. All on, all in the same movie together. That's yeah. awesome. Directed but, by uh, Scorsese. But one of the ideas of it was uh, all these actors, instead of getting actors to play themselves during certain decades, they get these actors to play the their entire life from young man to old man. Yeah. And it's an interesting technology, but it's like putting it's like it's like putting CGI or makeup on an old leather glove. It doesn't work very does well not, at first. It does not work for a for Robert De Niro to play a 30-year-old. Yeah. He looks like he's a 50-year-old. That's yeah. the best they could do. Um but anyway, I mean o- overall I just think that the 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 actors themselves are a distraction mm-hmm. to what is a run of the mill Scorsese? <laughs> Many picture. head bob by Chris with a disagreement coming. It's just it's know. it's it, there's nothing unique to it that we didn't really already know. I thought uh, the M was unique. That was that's the part that I think is very different because it's a. I, I don't want to say anything because it it would spoil the film, but right. like where it actually goes to, I think it's is, the ending uh, of Godfather Part Three. <laughs> I think it's like him kind of closing the door on that genre finally for him which which is you know for him it makes sense because oh, he's he's actually said i'd be happy to do more mob flicks that's who i am that's my mo yeah i don't think he's going to though with these guys this just oh, these guys yeah. these new guys. mob flick but yeah yeah that was the big thing with this movie he's been trying to make that movie for like almost 20 years now but the whole entire thing was as, as john said like he was adamant that he did not want to have young actors for everyone he's like if i'm going to do this i want you know, Bobby B in this from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Bobby, um, Bobby yeah. B. So <laughs> I and got, it was, it was interesting. It's like, it has it there at one, in any given scene, they'd have three to four cameras, different cameras mm-hmm. on them. It's like somehow that it's like an overlay camera technology that just filters, um, filters their, it's kind. Of, it's what they did with uh, what you call it with De Niro or not De Niro. I'm sorry, uh, Robert Downey Jr. for that one scene in um, is it Iron Man three? I mean, like it's the same theory, it? Yeah. but it was actually it's actually quite unique technology. It, it was brand new according to Scorsese. I know more than him. <laughs> this is this is crazy. Name drops. Name drops. Scorsese. Scorsese. Um, I will tell you guys this: if you get a chance to uh, end up in the uh, Smoky Mountain area. Anytime soon, if you haven't in a while, if it's been a while, Gatlinburg. yeah, we went up to Gatlinburg this yeah. past weekend and uh, I got to drive through the Smokies and all that stuff. Pure amazing. But the story I got is one, I'm, I'm, if you don't know this, I'm terrified of heights, right? I hate 
that feeling. I freeze up. Palms get sweaty. Did you do the bridge? Mom's spaghetti. No, no. So the the wife ended up doing the. Uh, if you know about Gatlinburg, there's a there's a bridge you can walk on. It's got a bottomless floor. Um, you have to take the ski lift up to it. That's fine, right? So on 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 this particular day, we we went up for a cheerleading competition, and we have a chance to in the afternoon go shopping. We decided to go over to Pigeon Forge in Sevierville, right? Which is not far from Gatlinburg. Uh, on the way back, we're following our Google map and it tells us that we have an option to take somewhere who's the way they present it to you, of course, is if you continue on this path, it's like 27 minutes slower than if you go this way. Well, the particular this way was the Gatlinburg bypass. <laughs> and if you're from that area, you're probably laughing at me now, considering I told you you're scared of heights. So you veer off and there's no traffic, right? So what this does in essence is it does bypass most of Gatlinburg, but the, how it does that is the mountain that you know that the bridge is on, you end up some kind of way snaking up that mountain, unbeknownst to me, okay? So I'm in a car, and it's dark, and I notice that we start going up a hill, and I tell the people I'm with, like, we're going up a hill, like, but it's, it's bigger than a hill. It's a freaking mountain. <laughs> and, and we finally, long story short, we come up around a bend, and I see a sign that says, warning, danger, don't go through. And my passenger, um, which is Lila, she goes, oh, my God, there's the bridge that mom wants me to go up. Earlier in that day, I'd seen cars, and they looked like they were just kind of on the side of the mountain making their way down like via a snake. Mm -hmm. Your boy <laughs> has now made it to, at this point, this is the bypass. It goes over all of Gatlinburg and comes back down to the downtown area. Um I'm at this point making these hairpin turns on the side of this mountain at night, terrified. Um, I got to give it to, to, to Lila though. She did her best to calm me down. She kept telling me we didn't have much more to go, but dude, we're talking like no, no barrier on these hairpin turns. Just cliff of death. Oh, it's nuts. It's absolutely Have nuts. you been on the Gatlinburg Bypass and seen that, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, we vacationed there last year. So that you, was one of the weeks I was out where I was um, put into the friend of the show category. Yeah, the first time. See, see how he did it. He went and he came back in time for the show. Yeah, we didn't plan it around the yeah. Tuesday <clears throat> night. I'm, he understood I'm how joking. it works. Hey, I'm joking. We were there to visit. Um, but apparently if I had recorded my, bears. if I had recorded my audio, apparently it would have been comedic gold because I was a complete <laughs> oh, yeah. basket case till we got down to the I, bottom. Well, Did you eat pancakes? Shoot. Oh, we didn't eat pancakes. No, the I funnest, we didn't eat pancakes. One of the funnest experiences I've had with Sean was when we sat in the upper deck of, uh, mm -hmm. what's now state farm Marina for Kanye and just him having <laughs> to walk down the stairs to the, like we were second row <clears throat> That was just an experience right there for him. So second row of upper deck means you have to get the upper deck first, but then traverse down to where the the little the balcony area ish is. And we're only two rows up from that, and it kind of levels out as you get closer to there. Um, which when I sat down, I was fine, uh, mm -hmm. but there were some guests of the concert in front of us who really got into the music when it happened when the when the artist came out. He was about to freak dude, out, dude. The they they started, um, they were dancing, and they were really close to the balcony's edge. One of them put their leg over it, started twerking a little bit. Completely freaked me out. Chris was laughing. Uh, but yep. we, had, we had a good time. I gave Chris a hard time about it at first. Mm -hmm. But it, it ended up being a really cool spot because we got to see a lot, I felt like. And we had a good time, so. Yeah, if I can't get... <laughs> You know, if it cost me a million dollars to sit in the lower area, I always aim for the first two rows of the balcony 
wherever it is. And I've never been disappointed. That was a head bob. God, we got to find a way to record the head bobs. They rule. You know what was disappointing for some people this weekend? The college football playoff rankings? Or the SEC else. championship? Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't disappointed. Ah, I think right. everybody knew. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a game that nobody said, Georgia's got this. No, no, nobody said that. Let's go to the tape to all these Georgia I, fans. I, I, <laughs> I, I believe you, I and I know you didn't. Yeah, yeah. But I think the the way that it's being spun now is that is that the the fans are like, oh, well, you guys knew LSU was going to win, and oh yeah, I I don't think that everybody went into that game thinking it was going to be can, how it turned out. I can tell you, I was at a um, <laughs> I was at a sports bar on Saturday for the game, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and that crowd was easily ninety percent Georgia fans. They did not seem to know that was how the game was going to go at the start of the game. Well, it it, it made it made me rethink the analysis of Alabama after their loss to Auburn. Uh-huh. Because everybody sort of just turns on the coach. Yeah. And this yeah, I saw a lot this, of people this go around the they were they were turning on I mean, not even from so much, but on Kirby Smart going, look at Kirby's first four years. Match with Mark Ricks. For I've seen that stat yeah. before that game, though. And if it's you like, missed it, yeah. The question is not whether they're virtual same records. It's what happens after four years. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we have to be. Concerned Where's the program about. at? Sure, the records might be <clears throat> the same, and they may indicate you know they're similar or whatever. But I just feel like I feel that that program is is in a better shape to move forward and continue to get better. <clears throat> now, if they fall down. Um, if the talent that they recruit, if they don't continue to develop it, um, <clears throat> who knows? Yeah. You know, who knows what happens to Kirby? Maybe he'll come be, back as Alabama's defensive coach. It's about to be very interesting <laughs> there because they had a lot of people that were coming in quarterback wise for a number of years. Like that was the place to go for quarterbacks. Like we think of, you know, yeah. Matt Stafford and then, you know, Trevor Lawrence at one point was going to Georgia. Uh, Justin Fields played at Georgia for a year until he went well, to I'm Ohio State. At, I'm looking at this season going, has from always been inaccurate? I, I heard it was the wide receivers, but I don't, I don't, yeah. I I don't saying, watch enough Georgia. I was saying it. that for a while, but then the last few games, I'm like, no, he's just not hitting them. What if they're not running the right route? Maybe. Yeah. What if timing's just off? There's a lot of stuff that goes <clears> in that. <throat> I do think it's funny. Um, we're, I think my perception is that Alabama fans are rooting for Jalen to succeed at Oklahoma. I am. I don't know that I've, I'm sensing that Georgia fans are rooting for Justin Fields at Ohio state. They I feel hate that, him. I feel that they hate him and or wish he was back at Georgia. Yeah. They, they feel betrayed. They're like, yeah. really? You, after one year, you bailed on this team. That's, Whereas Jalen, I guess it's different because he did play at that yeah, he uh, university. Yeah. He for, didn't bail. He kind of got he went, moved. He, and he went, you know what? Two is going to be the guy. I'm going to go. I want to play. So Are we going to the Citrus Bowl? Because that's our special That's our thing. thing. I got to yeah, get we, Bobby Joe pregnant. We got to take a picture <laughs> in the bathroom. It's got to. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Last time we no, went. No, no, no. Good, good. I'm good. She was pregnant. Yeah. Chris went with us. We went to the uh, to that bowl game. At that point is called the Capital One Bowl. Yeah. I believe. And uh, there's a picture of us, and and Bobby Joe's fixing her hair in the bathroom. Chris is, for whatever reason, you're in that picture. I am and in so, the bathroom, uh, or maybe I'm getting the picture of Bobby Joe in the bathroom confused with the picture of us somewhere else. I don't know. That, probably I hope you are. I'll, I'll find that picture. <laughs> well, we were in a hotel it. room. So. Yeah, we were all maybe getting ready. <laughs> yeah, we were naked, getting ready to go to the game. New together. <laughs> just, naked, just new, running together. around. <laughs> See, John, naked. Yeah, naked. I mean, I'll agree with you, John. Like the first thing that college football fans are is unreasonable when their teams yeah. lose. I mean, it doesn't matter who it is. No, a friend of mine well the associate of mine was like no nah, man george is gonna beat him mm-hmm. i'm like the only way 
that Georgia has a chance is if the if the the offense shows up and takes advantage of LSU's weaker defense. That's the only way. Mm-hmm. And I knew that wasn't going to happen because all year long, everybody's been talking about Fromm's inability to communicate with his receivers. Mm-hmm. What, what, what What's happened to me? What has happened to me? I don't know. I'm done. <laughs> I don't know. But I the the people listening to this show are a little impressed right now. <laughs> we don't know what to say back to you right now. Mm. It's fantastic. I love football, John. I don't know if I love him more than... John Rambo, but football John rules. This is the first uh, year I've actually watched games that aren't Georgia. Yeah. Like I'll sit there and watch LSU and Alabama and all that stuff. I'm like, what has happened to me? You're getting always entertainment. I haven't expanded beyond SEC. You should. (laughs) Watch this watch the playoffs this time. Playoffs? Yeah. Watch all four teams. See how they do. I think I might be rooting rooting for Jalen. I, I'm rooting for Jalen, but I do not see that happening. So my question is, okay, well, I think I'm also I'm rooting for Jalen, mm. but right now, who let's let's put it out there as our guest, and we won't mention it again, okay, until you know it's time when they start playing and all that. Or sure, sure. Who do you think is going to win the playoff? Short of injuries, I'm going to go Clemson. Continue, dude. I my pick is Clemson, and I've said this at work, and people look at me like I'm crazy. They they're still Clemson. Yeah, they're still destroying people. Trevor Lawrence is still good. Travis Etienne is still good. The kid from uh, the Central High School near us, still great. Yeah, Justin Ross. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're still Clemson. They still got Dabo. They still got that coaching staff. So until they get beat, I'm going Clemson all the way. Yeah, it's, just, uh, it's hard. It's I'm, hard to see. I'm going LSU. You're going LSU to win it all? If you, th- and it's only because that QB. Mm-hmm. He's playing lights out. Watching him in the Georgia game. Gosh, he was ticking me off, dude. And <laughs> what, I mean, the they were they were they kept they kept going through and running at him. They, mm-hmm. Any other quarterback, he would have been sacked three times during that game. Mm-hmm. He's just they like <laughs> they 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 put lard on him before a game, and he just weasels out of. Do you remember that one time Alabama fans used to only be beaten by mobile quarterbacks? Right? Yeah. Right. And we sounded like John does now about a performance of LSU's quarterback. He used to drive us nuts, dude. Have the perfect coverage. And he's like the weirdest like mobile quarterback. No, he's was, not a fast guy. He's not he's, fast. He's just it elusive. Was, it, it reminded me of Saban putting in Jalen mm-hmm. at, the, oh, at yeah. the second at the second half. Last year. And just coming back and destroying Georgia. Yeah. That's what that when, looked like. Or when you put it was, two in in the second half of <clears throat> national oh, Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> that play. Did is, we play Alabama national championship? The national championship game, yes. Yep. Your one national championship. You went there and you got to overtime. Was it third and 23 or 27? Uh, second and 26, Sean. Second and 26 and two or hits a hot read, deep pass to win the I watched title. watched that Titanic football moment. Dude, so many times. One of the greatest moments of my football I'm sitting fandom. There, I'm sitting there during. I remember that. I'm sitting there during halftime, going, "There's no way we got this. It's already over." And then, and then the Super Bowl, Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. It's, it's over, guys. It's good. Let's take it to the house. Please do that. That was awesome. But um, good talk, yeah. guys. I guess I put. That I, out I would say mind. this. I would like to pick LSU, but the big stat that's always put out there is this. Uh, no number one seed has in the ever. college football playoff has ever won the thing. So, and it's because of things like that. People don't, you know, someone like Clemson, people overlook them did every they, year. Did they put LSU back in number one spot? They did. Yeah, they moved them too. up. Yeah, because Ohio State almost lost the way they were looking in the Dude, first Dude, I half. went to sleep in Wisconsin was beating them pretty handedly. Yeah. It felt like it. And I woke up and <laughs> they won by like double digits. They were up 21 nothing, <clears> and they blew it. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very nice. Uh, Sean, are you going to blow this topic? <laughs> oh, I got to do the topic. Yeah. I, I, honestly, right There's now. something in your pocket. <laughs> I do have some things in my pocket. Oh, whoa, whoa. We're talking about the mobile game, right? Mm. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, what I should say before we go to this. Uh, so I reached back out. You know, the listener wanted to give away a gift card and all that. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you. he's still he's still down. So I'm going to say this. Um, What's the gift card again? The gift card to uh, I believe he said it would be the GameStop. Can't I can't I just have that? Hmm. I don't ask, know. Ask him for me. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> Does that classify as like payola or something from the old radio days? Like, what's happening right now? <laughs> Kickbacks. Kickbacks. Uh, but if, uh, so I think the way we'll do this is if you want to enter in this drawing. What? What's happening tweet, right now? Tweet us. Tweet at us. Okay. Weekly Games Chat. Tweet at us, dog. And tell us what your game of the year is. I think that's a good way because yeah. it's the end of the year, right? Yeah. You know, so tell us what your, your game of the year is. And <clears throat> next week we will, uh. We will, you, through a lot of magic and trickery, <laughs> uh, you know, um, get it, you know, find out who the winner is. Uh, but make sure you get it in by 5 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time next Tuesday. So that's a tweet. <laughs> Mention us at Weekly Games Chat, of course, on Twitter. Mm. Um, we'll collect your name and you'll go into a, a thing. <laughs> Sean will post something out there about the yeah. about the thing. Yeah. Reminding you to. Tweet ass. Yeah, mm. for sure. I got it. That's mm. where I do. Mm. It don't drop the ball. I, I won't drop the ball. The ball will not be dropped. But anyways, yeah. Get that in, and then yeah. we will uh, select a random winner. And then good I luck, will, everybody. I will get in contact <coughs> with with Guy, and and we will get this all. Guy Fieri. Yes, Guy Fieri. That's who, <laughs> he's the guy. He's the he guy. listens, bro. <laughs> he was at Stallone's house for the boxing yeah. yeah. pivot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do this. Topic time. 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 The topic is, I feel like I'm like being cheered on if you guys could see this. It's the weirdest thing. But anyway, the topic is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. My, my voice cracked. I love how Chris has to pump out the last syllable. <laughs> so there's, there's some visuals they're missing as us cheering them on with our It's like Superman taking off. Yeah, it's exactly what it's like. That's why I couldn't do the solos when I was in choir because the only way I could hit the high <laughs> notes. You mean like the Kevin McAllister solo in Home Alone 2? Right. Man. One of the greatest ones ever. <laughs> See, John, Home Alone 2. Oh, Home Alone 2. <laughs> Just when you think it couldn't have gotten any funnier. It was one of the best Home Alone 2 ever. comes out. <laughs> Think about that. That's the one when he starts murdering them. You would think. Yeah. What happened? Well, like, why just point, go dark, man? Well, that's the thing. People make the point, like, because you have to up it for the, you know, oh, it yeah. was pretty bad in the first one, right? Yeah. Like, they chucked the, They would not have survived that house no, like, in there's, real life. There's a part where he is literally on top of a two story building <laughs> throwing bricks at their head. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just bad. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did you watch the, um, you know, how that new series is out for the one uh, on the movies that we love or whatever? No, the on Netflix where it's About the, the Die Hard? No. Okay, so you saw the yeah. Die Hard. There's one on Home Alone on there, too. Oh, and it's, it's very good. The movies that made us, John, is what yes. he's referring to on Netflix. <laughs> They're part of uh, the series, like, the funny, toys that funny made fact, us. Funny uh, fact, Daniel Stern. 
plays that role. <laughs> Originally was not going to do that movie. Backed out of it. Which one's Daniel Stern? Harry? You know yeah, what his the taller one. Yeah. The you know one what, that's not Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> you know what his other claim to fame is? <clears throat> he is the narrator of the Wonder Years. What would you do if I, I was say how to do? Boom, boom, boom. We don't have the rights. Yeah, cut it short, John. <laughs> just that's that's the Beatles. Stop. <laughs> um, is it the Beatles? That's not the, the Beatles. Beatles. That is the Beatles. <laughs> it's the OG. Sure? It er- that's on the mo- that's on an album called Sgt. Pepper and Lonely Hearts. But is that Man. recording of the Beatles? That's Joe Cocker that's Joe doing Cacker. the Beatles. Thank you. But, it's Joe Cocker. But clearly the superior version. <clears throat> Ringo's like, well, I sang that song. Ringo, <laughs> Ringo, Ringo Star. I sang that. Remember song. that time we crossed the street? I was going to say his our claim to fame was City Slickers, but you know, some say Ringo Star is an okay Wouldn't drummer. Say that his is his hey. personal claim to fame. They say he's an okay drummer, but it works for his band. Mm-hmm. That's what some say. Oh, Ringo, yeah. That's just about Daniel Stern. <laughs> he's an okay drummer. That Daniel Stern. I don't know if he. Um, I do want to apologize. I know I've had some energy during the show. I've got a cup of coffee. Um, I had a, a, a random work um, gig today. And I didn't get to eat till late, and I got a pretty bad headache. So I'm gonna try to power through this. If I start falling off, I hold you two guys accountable to get me back up. Okay. What do you want for dinner tonight? Uh, that's a great question. Popeyes? I ended up getting a to, a to go backs of something. Um, yeah. There was a, some mystery meat on the bottom. The, the guy who made it for me works in, in our facilities department, and he was he went to the caterers and uh, he got me some mashed taters. Um, he got me two rolls. He got me some chicken breasts that were like marinated and some stuff. I don't know, right? Uh, but underneath the chicken breast was the other meat selection. I don't know what it was yeah. because when I broke up, we broke don't it up. It. I didn't even try it. I like it when I have a choice of meat. I got a few green beans, but the, the star of the show, John, I've never had peach cobbler that was as good as when I had to Dana to go box. I'm going to put that out there. Mm. And it didn't even have ice cream on it, John. I do love some peach cobbler. Some peach cobbler. But on to the. Those are the notes. <laughs> on to the notes. Um, so if you, if you had tuned in to Chris saying the top, the topic is Call of Duty Modern Warfare, you're not in a time warp. <laughs> this, yeah. This is the official title for the game that released back on, uh, October 25th, 2019, sir. 2019. They're like, we need, you know what? People aren't quite as high on us <laughs> as they used to be. Let's go back to what, what really, really sold this franchise. And you, you're not far off. This is obviously a reboot of the the title Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare from its back in the day. A lot of people wanted to go back to the Modern Warfare um, fighting, the tactics, the world, all that kind of stuff. So um, it's got some prequelness to it. It it does have some. If you're fans of the old Call of Duty, um, you remember the SAS. I'll talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit later. There yeah. is. You, you remember we talk about one of our most favorite campaign moments was a, a story mission with the SAS, and we put on gorilla, um, gorilla sniper suits. Chris, that is a fun one. That's one of the most memorable ones for me. Gorilla I also I remember suits. us lying in front of that freaking Ferris wheel <laughs> forever, and we it, were near Chernobyl. It not, yeah, it did not go well. <laughs> we were in Chernobyl. Our um our 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 readings were high on the. Uh, the uh, on the radiation, the radiation, yes. Um, but um, I did not buy this game until Black Friday. Um, I had got word on the street that it was going to be you know the 38 or 39 dollars on Black Friday, and turns out the word on the street was, was correct. correct, it was accurate. Um, it was and also, we're, we're, we're recording this a little bit later. Um, if you pay attention to our show, sometimes games have to get shuffled due to doo doo, uh, due to. 
other things that go on. So, like John screwing up dates. Yeah, John messing up dates and whatnot, but whatever. <laughs> Thanks, John. Uh, uh, I did mention this was a reboot of the Modern Warfare series, but a fun fact, this is the 16th installment Ooh. of the game Call of Duty. That's incredible. It's it, it, Think about that. 16 installments. Of- Especially because the first one I can remember is like 2004. Is that the one you bailed out on me on? No, that's like called. No, that was Modern Warfare because I tried to get you in it forever. Yeah, and then we did Spec Ops, and then like you're like, all right, let's finally do some online, and then we played like five matches, and I was like, I've been playing this game for three weeks. I'm good. Bye, that, Sean. That was Josh was playing with us, right? Yeah, we did. That was the first time I ever played a game with a friend of the show, Josh Dalton. So that's a fun fact. Um, but but this game, I want to start off with not the multiplayer. I don't want to mention anything about. Um, Anything else but the story mode, John? Tell me about the story. Um, At least as I start off, I'll, I'll of course, touch on all the game modes and some changes and things. But this story has me feeling like... uh, Here, it's very serious. It's very serious. Got a serious tone to it. But the way that they capture all of the moving parts and kind of weave everything in together, it actually has me really uh, itching to to continue to play it. Uh, If you remember last installment, Black Ops 4 and... Correct me. Was there another another Call of Duty that didn't have story mode? They they excluded it from the last game, right? Uh, that was the big one that they didn't. No, that have was the it. one. That was yeah. just the one. And they included a story, and a lot of people were like, "Well, Call of Duty is an online shooter, and it, it needs to do what it does well." <clears throat> I think we even covered some reasons why it made sense or whatever, uh, but there was an outcry to get back to a story, yeah. and, and this story is absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now that I think the story is amazing. Uh, it's set in modern times, and you you particularly play as uh, two different um, protagonists. You know the main characters, if you will. Uh, on the marine side, you play as a dude named Alex, and you're introduced to him first. Uh, and and no spoiler, I, I don't want to get into spoiler territory, but um, the story starts off, and you're on a mission to go find uh, a thing that's harmful, and you're with your marine group. And just like most Call of Duties or Battlefield stories or whatever, something obviously happens where now it's you against what I need to go take care of. And you find yourself as like the guy that needs to go do the thing. I bet it's a bomb. Not a bomb. I bet it's a vaping thing. Not a vaping thing. (laughs) Possibly a terrorist. uh, We'll call it a terrorist uh, weapon. But that doesn't mean like a laser or a Is it a Sith holocron? Is it Weapon X? (laughs) That's a different That's a Different game. Different genre. Sorry. Different genre. Do you like saying genre because it's like your name, but with Ruh at the end of it? (laughs) (laughs) Did you see Logan? Um, Is it like that Wolverine they had at the end that was like, I'm going to kill you because you're old Logan and I'm not. (laughs) Remember that? No. Yeah. Was that just Logan? Was that the movie Logan? Yes. That movie, I cried at that movie. I don't remember that part. Yeah, they they had cloned him with a younger version. Oh yeah, and he fought like young Logan. Like and like when he comes out, like pretty much the whole entire time, he's just like berserker version of Wolverine. (laughs) I don't remember that. Uh, Off topic. No worries. This is what we do when the topic's (laughs) nice. We're all talking, guys. It's great. On the SAS side, which is the British um, special ops. You you play as a character called Kyle Garrick. Is there um, soap? Um, no. Yeah. Chris, that's a great question. It threw me for a loop. So so the opening act or the opening thing happens and you're Alex and you're with the Marines. The thing happens and there's a pivot. Uh, uh, there's a cut scene that kind of happens and um, a very bad thing happens. 
Very, we're just going to say very this bad. This is very high level, high story level. overview. Because, I, because it does immediately, it, it jumps in right So, kind of like, uh, would you say bad in the way of, um, you remember the original Modern Warfare, that kind of bad? Yes. Okay. So, if, if you knew what Chris was just talking about, something that bad happens. I don't know. But then, so in the original Modern Good Warfare, job. a, uh, oh, yeah. big boom boom. <laughs> big boom boom occurred. It's not big boom boom like that big boom boom. I had one this morning. <laughs> big boom boom. Uh, but it does a cool thing. It kind of stops. It t- does this rewind thing, and it says twenty four hours earlier. So now you're picking up as a character uh-huh. with the idea that possibly you failed because big boom boom happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's when you're introduced to the British SAS, and you're introduced to your character Kyle. Um, one of the things that caught my attention immediately was the recurrence, and I believe he's in the trailer. I'm not going to say it just in case. But it's the um, the re the reappearing of a character from the, that old Modern Warfare series. It was fantastic to see him. They don't really say it, but you know the face as soon as you see it. When you hover, uh, when you play in the story mode and you hover over your guys, you see their names. They kind of pop up as who they are, and his rank and name comes up, and you're like, oh, "This is awesome." Um, so, and that, that sets up knowing that based on what's going on in your progression of the story, you're going to bounce back from Alex or Kyle Garrett, right? Exactly. Because, 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 because different things happen. So what I mean by that is the, the first thing happened with the Marines, which led um, the British ops to go find out some things and then they bounce back and forth, right? Intertwined in there as well is a, um, a mix of bad guys from the Russians uh, to a uh, a terrorist group. Let me make sure I. Um, if they're called the Al Katala, uh, it's a terrorist group. Um, there are some rebel cells that want to fight the Al Katala in their in their homeland. Um, dude, the game has a bad guy named the Wolf. <laughs> I mean, so there's Russians. Terrorists, rebels, the wolf, all of that's in a story that's kind of going on and intertwined in in a web of of things that can happen. Um I hope I hope there's a I'm getting closer to I think a big reveal. And I hope I I, I want to say that I read some spoiler territory stuff um about a character that would kind of break my heart if something happened. Hmm. Um not not necessarily referring to a death of a main character, but maybe a heel turn, if you will. Yeah. I, I hope that doesn't happen uh, because the story has me absolutely compelled. That's how I felt when Brett the Hitman Hart became heel. <laughs> I was I was I was so sad as he was doing it. So so to so harking harken back to uh, the we just mentioned the gorilla sniper um, story part in that Call of Duty we played, Chris. I immediately had those vibes in a in a SAS mission to where uh, we had we we got intel about some thing uh, some targets being in a home, and we infiltra- infiltrated the home and there were there were like night vision use. Uh, there was a a team effort to go in these rooms. The game introduces if you play the story mode first, you'll get it. But I played the online first and learned about it. It's a new it's a new way to kind of peer around corners is called mounting. And when you get up to like a corner of a door um, and you zoom in, I think it gives you the button to mount. And what that does is you kind of, kind of peek around the corner, like with a very stable look. Mm -hmm. And it really, it needs that because the online, the, the levels 
the online levels are very intricate and they allow you to go through like doors and things. And I'll talk about that later on. Um, but the, you're introduced to that in a story mode where there's a lot of different things you can happen. And what I, what I mean by that is we have to go in these particular rooms and we hear chatter. If you stop and you, and you're listening to it, you, they know you're coming in the room, right? And you can choose to either slowly open the door or you can kick it in. Uh, but you need to know what, what you got to have an idea of what you want to do. So in this particular mission, what I, what I mean by that, John, is shoot left or shoot right. Mm-hmm. If if you pick wrong, you could you could get hurt or somebody in your unit could die or whatever. <clears throat> so I'm in this mission, in this house, and there are some there are some targets that have to do with that terrorist sale. Obviously, I mean that's not a spoiler. If you're playing a game where you know the Russians are involved, there's a terrorist sale, there's rebels, you're going to be intertwined and and to extract information from the terrorist group, you got to probably start at a lower level to get some information, right? Okay. So we're in this house and some things are happening. I'm, I'm, I'm being reminded of old call of duty story missions. I'm feeling it. And I go in and this dude, um, one of my teammates walked by this door. He gets blown off because they just, they're waiting for us and they shoot apparently like a shotgun or something crazy. So I got to go in and I take out one guy, I take out another. And, uh, there's a guy under the bed. Like he hit under the bed. I don't remember the last time I played a game like a Call of Duty game where where they put you in positions like that. Um, the the environments that you find yourself during the story mission could be something as intricate as like a house that you're raiding, or it could be on an open desert field where the enemy is holed up in a in a building with machine guns, just suppressing you down, and you have to use things like smoke grenades to to really cover your unit. <laughs> to <laughs> well, get- I avoided the urge to joke about the word mount. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't ever. Well, okay. You were on a roll here. Well, I'm I'm just talking. I'll insert anything you want. <laughs> uh, so all 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 of that is That's fan. Funny. It's the story is fantastic. And if you actually go out and read reviews on uh there are spoiler free reviews out there about the story. A lot of people are saying this is one. It's it's great that they brought the story back cuz you realize that you <clears> missed <throat> it from the last installment of Call <clears throat> of Duty. Um, and it happens to be one of the better stories um, in a long time because there are some forgettable Call of Duty stories out there, and that could have been why they decided to mm-hmm. to leave it out from before. Um, the graphics on the story side, um, they definitely outshine when you play online, and there, there's obvious reasons on that, right? You guys understand that the games, it can look great when you're in your closed environment from a story perspective, you're a single player. But when you introduce a server full of a gajillion people, yeah, some things aren't going to look quite the same. The maps aren't made to be as beautiful. But I'm telling you now, there are moments in this story where I am, I think this might be the best looking game I've ever played on my PlayStation Pro. Yeah. It, there are times where the rendering and the shading and the graphical style, uh, the art, everything about the game, I'm going, this, I literally, I literally forget that it's a video game. It looks that real and that good. I know it has ray tracing for PC, yeah. but even some of the guys who I've listened to that played it on there say, like, it's pretty decent for ray tracing on there, especially the night levels. Yeah. But they're like, in all actuality, they're like, on especially like Xbox One X, they're saying like the HDR as far as how it's working with Kicks light in. and shadows in this game on this engine is like maybe one of the best out there ever made. So my brother, uh, I don't know if he listens to this show. If he does, mm. Christmas spoiler. Hey, um, he's getting Call of Duty for Christmas. 
on, on the Xbox One X mm-hmm. or One or whatever he's got. And I've been tempted to get it on One X because I've heard what Chris has heard too. Uh, I was picked up on that. One review I read um, about the graphical comparison, obviously PCs are going to blow it away, right? There are PCs made to run this game. And I'd like to see you run it on your new beast. I bet it would look amazing. The only thing that's kept me hesitant from doing it is that, you know, I've, I've heard that they spend a lot of money on um what's the studio's name blur Mm -hmm. who does like these motion capture um like scenes like you know whenever you see the kind of stuff like blizzard does right Mm -hmm. with like wow those cut scenes and all that there's a ton of them in this game like supposed to be like 40 minutes worth or something like that and apparently on pc the way it's designing it's just killing computers because and chugging and like slowing down because Mm -hmm. instead of using the gpu it's really focusing on the cpu Mm-hmm. so you know See, that's John, been my gpu one. is the graphical processing yeah <laughs> so like that's been my only hesitant hesitation to not get it on there yeah um so i think if i do pick it up i'll probably eventually get on xbox one um, what's a pc <laughs> the thing you're building yeah have yeah. you got your stuff yet no i got a couple things but no not get anymore. some more <laughs> um really, just piece by piece <laughs> So to, to wrap up the story part, I'm completely hooked. Like I said before, it, it literally is one of the best uh, stories that I can remember parent, uh, That's playing why I keep hearing. And, and caring about in Call of Duty. The, the others, um, they really did get to a point where they were just there to satisfy and say, we have a story that you can play. I, I remember like, you know, early on, of course, there wasn't so much a story as it was because we were coming out of that Medal of Honor era era where it was like because it was world war ii it was making you appreciate and kind of giving you the experience of like here's what it's like to go through d-day and what was like you know that kind of thing and then modern warfare was the first one that really has story to it that felt unique and it actually even though it was still an action movie type game it felt somewhat grounded and after that they kind of outside of black ops which was just kind of its cool unique you know cold war thing going on mm-hmm. Like the rest of them afterwards, they just kept going so over the top. Like it was like, yeah, you know, it, it kind of be, you went from it being more of something like, I would say, I don't know, something like you know what we see in some of these Marvel movies, right? In that kind of sense, like where I feel like those are pretty well, or maybe even like Dark Knight like style, right? Like where it feels grounded, but it's really cool action. Mm-hmm. To then like it just started becoming more and more like Michael Bay. Like yeah. all right. Gotta go bigger. Gotta that's, go bigger. That's, that's actually very well said. Mm. Um, but this is this doesn't feel like that because you you you're in like London, mm. right? You're in a city. You're raiding a house, or you're you're in a desert, um, running with a cell of rebels trying to fight a terrorist group, or you're, you know, it it, it just it all fits because it's like in real time, real world, even I'm though guess, it's all made up. I'm saying it has like those quiet moments of tension that build up. Yeah. Well, and yeah. The, there's one where I, uh, I'm running with this. It, so I'm running with this rebel group and as I'm playing it, I'm feeling like this almost there. So when you, I got to say this first, this is a side piece sidetrack. So when you die and you will die, if you play this game, uh, the story, mode, said side piece, um, side piece, um, I will not. So die. quotes come up <laughs> and one of the quotes, uh, this is not word for word, but it basically says, one man's terrorist group is another man's freedom fighters or something to that effect. Right. So uh, to say that I'm running with this group of rebels who look like what we know as terrorists, but they're trying to free what their, their country is. Um, we do this thing and we have to make our escape. 
and we come across a field of, um, it's not a field. It's like a little courtyard of, of just bodies. They're dead. Um, and we quickly realize the, our enemy is coming through doors that we were trying to run to. So we have to just lay down. And by laying down, we're blending in with, you know, the dead bodies, obviously. Well, a gajillion of the enemy, it ain't really a gajillion, but it's probably a good <laughs> 15, 20 come out and they're kind of walking and they have this dialogue going and they're coming right by you. And then your controller is pulsing because your heart rate's racing. Yeah. It's, it's one of those kind of like tense moments. So yeah, very, very good. So with that, I'll, um, I'll just say that the realism, the story, I, I really like it. If, if you haven't bought call of duty or you haven't started playing the story yet, don't waste another minute. Um, that story is, is fantastic. Hmm. Um, I'll pivot over to online. Unless you guys have any more story or not story, story questions. All right. So the online, um, it's what got me interested at least to give this a whirl. The story. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's top notch. Top notch. So the online, uh, feels great. Um, it's, it's call of duty is, is the, it's one of the online shooters. Uh, and I know we've said that around the show a lot. Um, and, and a lot of people are turned, uh, if they're turned off by this edition of online, it's those guys who who didn't like skill based matchmaking, which is a huge, uh, it was a huge issue. Uh, but all games are really kind of getting to that skill based, yeah, matchmaking. I don't, system. I don't get that. I don't get that either. Um, but a lot of people that I played previous Call of Duty games with, um, we like the the maps that had the. Uh, so on the online, if you're playing something like domination or team deathmatch, you could lock down lanes and there are probably three main lanes. Yes. And if you lock those down, you were very dominant in a game. It was uh, about skill. It was about skill. It was about getting placed. It was mm-hmm. about, you know, knowing what was going on with your team communication. Mm-hmm. Um, this game did away with the three lane system on the maps. They became very intricate and they wanted you to go <clears throat> explore uh, the the different rooms, the different environments, the doors on the rooms. Like I told you in the story, you're able to either kind of creak them open or kick them open. Uh, there's ladders on every letter, uh, uh, every level. Uh, there's more than three ways. It's it's crazy. And I remember when the game launched back in October, the crew I run with that was a big turnoff for them. They're like, dude, it's there's too much going on. They tried to tell me the online was a lot like Ghost. And if you mm. went, if you played Ghost online and you liked it. Hats off to you, but I yeah, could not Ghost stand that terrible. game. Yeah, I agree it was you. super fast. There were people everywhere. Was that the one where you had? Did you have the mech suit in that one? Or was I no, don't no no that was Advanced Warfire. Ghost was the first one of this generation, right, dude? And we played yeah. it. And Chris and I would be going like one in sixteen. Like yeah. it, we just it, it was insane. Well, I, I think like from what you're describing, it sounds like a lot of these match these maps are just first and foremost they're just overwhelmingly geared towards just straight up death match as opposed to or maybe team death match as opposed to what we like and i think what a number of other people like which is dom um, but well they're they're definitely know. not uh they, they don't feel small so maybe when I, I just looked at chris kind of funny when he said that in mm. my mind i thought you meant like small levels no, like I, a lot of chaos like where you're saying like where it's like they're you know you're saying there's all these lanes and different ways to go that seems to be well, keep moving, keep changing where you're at. Don't consistently go the same path, right? Whereas, like, for instance, going back to the old school of just, uh, you know, um, 
Nuketown, yeah. right? Back in the day, <laughs> it was town. like, okay, are we going to the left side? Are we going to the right side? Or are we going straight through the house and getting behind yeah. cover? I would love yeah. to see John play Nuketown. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to just hear him talk about what's going on in Nuketown. Um, to, I died again. <laughs> uh, to to kind of say, to uh, what you're implying is that yeah, there's a lot of movement that goes on, mm-hmm. but the old school, like that I like the style I like to play was like a run and gun. Mm-hmm. I hated camping. I hated staying in one spot for too long. I wanted to go. Sure. This game kind of makes you taper that back a little bit. Um, there's still a lot of movement you might want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you find yourself being very careful around corners. You, you find yourself using that new like peak mount system thing that it gives you. Uh, I had a mount system in my old job. <laughs> You really are careful, and and uh, I, I do feel like the the characters that you shoot now, I don't feel like they're bullet sponges either, like they used to be. Even in in non, like in regular, not in you when know, it's not a uh, hard, not hardcore, hardcore. Yeah, I still I still feel like now when I play hardcore, which I haven't yet, maybe I'll see the difference. But I remember in the previous iterations of online of Call of Duty, yeah, I got to a point where if you weren't hardcore. It hardcore, you could kill them in one or two shots like you're supposed to, John. The other levels that were regular, you would shoot and you'd feel like you put 70 bullets in a person and they yeah. wouldn't die. I know it's like really weird with that kind of thing because, like, I don't worry about that while I'm playing something like Fortnite, right? I yeah. guess for whatever reason, but it just does not feel right when you're playing Call of Duty to me. This one will make you change your mind. It, it, mm. it, it feels real good. And I'll say that it does feel good. Um, it it feels like call of duty, but at the same time, it does feel fresh and different Um, online has, um, it's like the left hand. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Which I did change to recently. Um, (laughs) online does have competitive, which is all the game modes that we know and love. Um, there are some new additions where they have the, when you think about battlefield where you, the war mode, I've heard this isn't that good. It's not that good, but it works. Um, they got a spec op mode, I think. Um, one of the things I didn't try, I played almost every one on the Call of Duty uh, competitive playlist. Um, I did not play the co-op yet. I didn't uh-huh. have anybody to play the co-op online with, which is, yeah, Chris is stroking my arm now. It can happen. Um, Let's go. I, I did write going back Let's to go the, snipe together again. The map structure feels more robust. That's the word I needed to say online. Ooh. It wants you to explore. Um, All right, John. More girth to it. Uh, let's see here. Um, com- uh, camping, uh, it still exists. There's always going to be campers and online shooters. Yes, there should be. And they need because they they're going to keep yeah. you on your game, John. You, you probably you probably wouldn't be a camper. Um, because I see the way you played like Division Two, and you you wanted to go to yeah, you're John Rambo. Yeah, I couldn't see you being a camper. Which I is, was a camper, which I think is good. The old pick ten system that they called it, which yeah, uh, is yeah, how you picked pick your, your perch and yeah. uh, all your weapon attachment. They've kind of revamped that a little bit. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, you're able to uh, you you basically are able to um, change your guns and and your perks based on how you want to play. And I know when I say that, you go, "Well, the old pick ten system was like that too." Yeah. It's different though because. Uh, you really, you really need to look at what you're wanting to change to from maybe a scope perspective or a perk perspective. Um, to edit your gun now, you have to go to what they call the gunsmith, and it's it's real cool how they lay out your gun. I know it's they call it the gunsmith. Of course, it's called a gunsmith, but everything's very detailed, and you're able to see like the scope you put on, and it lists pros and cons of what you want to do. Um, it's a really fresh approach to something they did, 
you know, for years and it worked. Um, one thing I noticed was like the perks, for example, like early on, you're able to unlock a perk that we all know is called like dead silence. Right. And that was one of the perks I love. I loved running before. Well, when you have that equipped, uh, it almost builds up like a special now. It's not on all the time. So you're running through one of these robust maps that I'm telling you about, and you see a guy maybe who's sniping, or you see a machine gun guy that you need to take out. Now you can activate your your um, dead silence, which means they can't hear you. Like your foot, your footsteps go away. And footsteps in Call of Duty have always been important because guys play with headsets. Headsets pick up surround sound. They hear your heavy boot step, you know, and they can see you. Um, I think early on they they also removed the uh, the HUD map in the corner. But fans kind of didn't like that, so they brought that back. But I think they modified it to where they don't always show the red dots now of, of enemies unless the UAV is going up. Uh, <laughs> speaking of UAVs, one of the cool things that I got to toy around with was a personal UAV now. To, it just hovers by you, and it tells you people by you. Um, and then there's also the full UAVs that go up and show everybody on the map. That's cool. Um, so it's, it's, it, is, it is cool. I, I really like all like the little the things. UAV. Um, I love, I don't care about helping you, John. I care about me, um, <laughs> keeping me alive. One of the big stories from online is that zombies is gone, which I, yeah, but they, they've always, you know, had teams that don't do zombies. Yeah. You know? They've done it the last few iterations. And yeah. maybe that's why people were saying they missed the zombies. I know our friend Mike loved zombies. So that's his mode. Um, but, uh, I think there's enough to do in, in online. Like if you just go in and leave the playlist open mm-hmm. to all the game modes, there is plenty to do online. There's always daily challenges to do things. Um, of course the, um, the battle pass system is, has been implemented. They had it in call of duty, um, black ops four. People said it was kind of not that great. And the other, do you one, have to pay for it. Uh, there is a free edition of it, which, um, and then there's one, there's a premium that's basically 10 bucks. And in that battle pass, there's a hundred. Um, if you played Fortnite, you know what I'm talking about. There's like a hundred levels that you go through the battle pass. Um, I think something like 76 are only available on the premium where the rest are available on free. But the key thing to take away from that is, is that it's definitely better than last year's battle pass system. Um, mm. And and on the free one, I'm putting air quotes up. <clears throat> all of the things that are, are important to get, you're able to get through the free one if you choose not to pay. Um, I talked to, to Mike, friend of the show, Mike Slade before the, this show. And he, he, the noted, greatest call of duty player ever. He, he noticed that if you, if you, he noted that if you do end up buying the premium edition for $10, which some people are going to be turned off by because it's a $60 game. Yeah. Um, yeah. that at the end of it, when you get all the way to 100, you get all your money back. Oh, um, really? Yeah. And you may want to look more into that as you listen to this podcast to see what I mean by that. But basically, uh, I, I watched a very popular Twitch streamer, um, Summit G1, I think, or 1G, G1, I'm so stupid. He bought uh, up to like a certain tier, and it was a lot of cosmetic stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. your guns or you get cool calling cards. Um, I don't see anything that influences the play. They did get rid of loot boxes and all that kind of stuff. They made sure to do that from the, you know, the outcry. Um, there is going to be the implementation of the Battle Royale again. It's not out yet. Um, it's anticipated to be out in 2020. Um, it does have seasons for online, much mm-hmm. like a Fortnite. I believe the, we're in season one now. Um, it started on December 3rd, and I believe it goes through um, 
January. I wrote it down somewhere. Yeah, um, yeah I don't. I gotta say, I don't like that. Even if it is all cosmetic, you're talking about a sixty dollar game now that people basically you're saying every six weeks or you're going to ask for 10 more dollars from them. if you want to buy the premium but again yeah. the, the free one gives you the main important i ones. guess the question is how much are you going to have to play to get all the stuff that you need right right out of it that that's the question uh, you know versus the person who just buys it and i don't know i mean i, I know what it is it, it it's it's paying for the you know it's making the stockholders happy but yeah. at the same time it's still you're just like every time you see it, you're like Ugh. i know Ugh. and uh, a lot of people are saying that, like in in uh, Fortnite, you're able to earn V bucks. Yes, which you could, if you got enough V bucks, you could end up getting your own battle pass. Yeah, and not you really just buy it through there. Uh, people who play World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. um, you can end up making enough gold in the game Correct. to where you could buy a token to pay for your subscription. Yeah, that, I mean, Josh Dalton did that a lot. Yeah, it's just like really hard, especially like when you live in a world where in a world, even with that same company, you know, activate. Activision Blizzard, right? Like you have something like Diablo three, which has been doing seasons for years and has never charged a person for it. Um, and consistently gives people come back and gives them a reason to keep going for more cosmetic items. So it's like, why can't we do that? Just make that the standard, you know, and that's, that's the part that always sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, you paid them. I would keep that on the, um, I'll keep, stay quiet on that because they're probably going to do that for Diablo. 4. I know, right? <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know. Blizzard's never been bad about that, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I hope I, I hope Santa brings me Diablo three on Nintendo Switch. Ooh, it's on my Christmas list, John. Um, I mentioned the will graphics. You play with me? I will. <laughs> I absolutely will. And Darren wants to too. He can't oh. wait. He's actually he's getting it on Switch. He got it on Switch. I bought it for him. Yeah. You. But no, it's not a Christmas gift. He, he was out of town, told me to buy it for him. But he's no. waiting to play with me, which means he's playing with us. Get the treasure goblin. What does that mean? <laughs> wow! The greatest amiibo God ever gave man was the treasure goblin for uh, Diablo three. Okay, I need to get that. It 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 unlocks daily. You get to go into the vault once a day. I'm in. And I would play online. I, I, I would play co op with with my wife. Your wife. And so we collectively. <laughs> We collectively got to go into the vault twice together, and we got all kinds Nothing of Nothing like going in the vault together. Yeah. You can get so much. We made out in the vault. It was glorious. Right, Especially if you're playing uh, at the high torrent levels, mm-hmm. and when you kill them at the end, it, it's so much gold. Yeah. <laughs> like after a week, you just don't worry about money anymore. No, we stopped worrying about gold the second or third day we were playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It's just pointless. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice I, to have. Them. I've, I've talked it about is. graphics; they're amazing. I don't. I don't need to say anything else about them. They're fantastic. The sound is incredibly realistic. If you wear a pair of headphones, uh, the gun sounds and the and the just everything you feel like you're in a war. It's it's fantastic. Um, the overall soundtrack, like the OST of the game, it's good. The official soundtrack, yeah, that one. Um, if you and, look, uh, and I wrote not this the down, unofficial one. I wrote this down as a fun fact for you guys. If you're wondering how many tracks are on the OST, there's 28, so that's good. That's for a you. small OST. Um, some of the complaints that I saw that I didn't experience um, because, like, the big one was the skill based matchmaking. Dude, I get worked, so I just go play, and whatever happens, happen. Um, and I see a lot of people kind of feel that way. So I don't, I don't know where that comes from, where you need to complain about the skill based matchmaking. I guess if you're a professional gamer 
or you know your our friend Tate who who just, I guess, who I, I don't I don't get it I think because this, I'm just okay anyway. I guess there's just there are certain people you have to think about who came up in this world of Call of Duty where you didn't have the analytics in place yet in games where they could really match people that well, you know. And now you are to that point where you can continuously once you get done with the match go okay uh whatever sean's rank is prior to this match now subtract 0.02 and now he should be in this spectrum of people Dude, that were madden trying to match did that forever um you got ranked in madden yeah but that was again that was a little bit different too and now like when you think of things like uh league of legends dota uh, hey when are Siege, we playing league of legends by the way <laughs> we're and playing dota we're dota's we're, we're, dota. we're league of legends bro we're dota we're dota we're dota Dota? Yeah, because it's the one from Valve. <laughs> um, another, uh, well, uh, I just lost my train of thought. But anyway, some more controversy. Um, if you read, there's a lot out there about how Russia is portrayed in the game as the villainous bad guys. So much so that okay. Sony, Sony is not selling this game online in Russia. Oh, no. Just saying. There's some controversy, John. You can look into that. Also, um, the game uh, uses or the use of white phosphorus. Yeah, out there, and you guys know that's not a good thing. No, it's not. Um, oh, one thing I remember what I forgot. But is it cool? <laughs> they show some pretty wicked stuff, yeah. and of course, it's. I we think it. I think it's cool because it's a video game. I'm able to differentiate that. You know, it's not real. It's called compartmentalization. Yeah, I think one of the big things is that adults do that. <laughs> the problem with that is that that's been in the game already before, and the way it was portrayed was very, 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 very serious. Yeah, has a very major. Was it Spec Ops? The line had it in there. Yeah, and it was like a very big deal. But one thing for you, Chris, if you did choose to get it on PC, mm-hmm. um, there, ray is, there is there's ray tracing and there's cross play. Yeah, so we're playing with everybody. Ooh, which is fun. I like a good cross um, play. And I think, boys, I think Richard time. I think I'm at the end of my notes. Um, I got to give this a strong. Um, we're just gonna get right to it. We're already over an hour. So let's just do it, right? Slap let's just do down it. Your Richard. I'm gonna call I'm gonna call this the best Call of Duty I've played in years. Yay. Um I'm gonna give it an eight Ooh. point nine zero. Nine? Oh, 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 eight point oh. nine zero. That would satisfy most. Yeah, it's it's solid. Um a lot of the bugs they had in the beginning, I think they fixed. Uh there is some controversy out there about the things I highlighted, but overall it's got a solid story. Very fun, uh, very deep. It's got great online. Um, there were some matchmaking issues other than skill-based matchmaking, but I haven't experienced, so. It's very deep, which is why you need an 8.9. <laughs> With girth. Well, cool. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for letting me cover it. And to the listeners, I'm sorry that we took so long to cover it, but Black Friday had to happen first. So uh, <laughs> you were saying something about the game. Uh-huh. Chris was leaning back uh, in his couch mm-hmm. and he slowly reached and he, I thought he was, I wasn't sure what he was about to say, but you had to anticipate that for him to slowly reach forward for his mic uh-huh. and bring it back. You, you, you thought he was about to say something. That's why I laughed at you. Mm. Something profound was coming out of his mouth. You know what he said? What? That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. But <laughs> that's to all see, he said. To, so the, like John paints the picture. Chris, sometimes if, if one of us are doing the topic, he's the way we're stationed, he's, he's, got, he's on the couch. Nothing, but, nothing chairs, but respect. Chilling. He's listening, tuned yeah. in. And yeah, you think he reaches up slow because he knows what he's about to say and he brings the mic back. And he goes, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and he put it back. Yeah. 
all right, stuff, all right. Was, but yeah, Chris, I hope you get the game. I think I you'll enjoy this one at some point. Um, Got to figure out when. Yeah, John, if it goes on sale, I think you should get it. Uh, I think <laughs> that's fine. buy it if you have Look, it, folks. I've I've jumped into Division Two. I've jumped into JRPGs. Why not jump into a Call of Duty? Oh my God! If I if you end up loving Call of Duty, that'd be the greatest <laughs> thing ever. You're talking about football in depth. You playing Call of Duty? This is fantastic. Come but next yeah. year, hey bro, you ready to play some Madden? Won't be one me, bro. Won't be one me, bro. <laughs> Two thousand eight, John. All right. Uh, on that note, let's uh, let's do some news. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. All right, John. Oh yeah. I think that intro we do into the news mm-hmm. is unique. Yeah. And nobody else does anything like that. Well, because we're awesome. That's right. You're gonna go first because I'm tired of talking. All right, man. I that makes sense. Or I could because it's I'll short. I can go. I can go short, and then you can read the long one. That's what we'll do. You'll read state of muting play. Sean. All right, ready? You don't have and to. And I will hand. take over for Sean. You're gonna read state of play. All right, here we go. <laughs> no more hand holding for PlayStation. I, I mute Sean. Terrible. I felt bad. I felt helpless. Um, Sony has confirmed that is not. It is not interested in the near future of competing in the handheld space. I didn't know they actually competed in that space anyway. That's and fine. should not expect a follow-up to PS Vita anytime soon. President and Chow, CEO, that is what I, what I said. Okay, guys. <laughs> and Sony Interactive, um, uh, of Sony Interactive, my apologies, Jim Ryan, stated that, quote, PlayStation Vita was brilliant in many ways. And the actual gaming experience was great, but no one played it. I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's clearly a business that we're no longer in now. Uh, that's the end of that quote, and uh, that echoed what Jack Tretton said back in 2016, um, and he said that this is a great machine. It's just too late. Too late. PSP actually sold 80 million units. Yeah, yeah. the first one was the PSP. I could, I, I needed it in my life, and I got it for Christmas one year. Um, it was, it was cool. You know. Oh yeah, the way they introduced and it's completely useless when you think about it now. <laughs> they introduced what you can watch movies. Yeah. On the PSP, but you had to buy those specific discs. I thought they were the coolest things in the world. I I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I wanted a PSP just for that. I never used my PSP the way that like you kind of use a Switch now where Mm -hmm. you could take it with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, You could use it and it would tie into your PlayStation and there were things you can do. And I never did that. You could take the microphone. One of the things that you can say (laughs) at least about the Vita um, was the attach rate. (laughs) But the attach rate for that game was just we said, yeah. it was really solid. You always bring that up, and I, I love that fun fact. It's, it's a, a tidbit. It is a fun fact. I call Damn. it a John tidbit. Just like saying. a good tidbit. Yeah. Just yeah. the tip. Ah, speaking of uh, tidbits, <laughs> state of play, Sony delivered a slew of announcements like today slew, in its John. state of play. I think you mean yesterday, John. Yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> yesterday. It happened yesterday. Y'all remember that? I yeah. do. It was like on a 20, Tuesday. 24 hours on ago? Tuesday. It was on a Tuesday, bro. Right. Untitled Goose Game will be coming to Ooh. PS4 Ooh. on December 17th. That's when we're playing that game. Mm. Uh, Spellbreak, the battle royale that John will be dipping his toe into. Hey, that's you. You should have said me. All right. Uh, will be coming to PS4 as a closed beta in the spring of 2020. Have y'all seen footage of Spellbreak? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it looks great. Well, I think it's a do. unique uh, yeah, take. Dreams. Hope it's on VR. <clears throat> <laughs> Dreams will be getting a full release on February 14th. Ooh. That will include a full story campaign. Campang. Yeah. Campang. That's not what that says. Superliminal. 
a narrative puzzle game currently out on PC will be coming to PS4 soon. Think a game in the vein of the Stanley Parable. Uh-huh. Yeah. PSVR is getting a title called Paper Beast. Paper Gameplay Beast. shows Paper Beast being manipulated by a player using a world-altering fish rod. Mm. Virtual reality, everyone. Hey, it's amazing. I had my VR on, my PSVR on yesterday. You had your VR on the nope. other day, right? <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2. What were you playing on PSVR? Uh, I was playing Tetris, and then I played the uh, VR... Beat Saber? The VR Experience app. Oh, where they man. show like concerts and st- behind the scenes stuff is really cool. I saw Christmas in Chicago yesterday, John. Through there VR. You go. Was it Pre? It was super Pre. Nice. Was, was hey, Chance the Rapper there? No, but what's that museum that's got that weird rock looking thing that you go into? The it kind of goes like this, and so people walk under it. Is it just a rock? Is it just a stone? I'm not familiar. It's in Chicago. What uh, is it? It's the I thing. It's very fan. famous. It looks uh obelisk-ish. <laughs> You guys, I, I have no idea. Nothing, right? People that are listening, going, "Is that the? It's, it's the yelling thing it out on that the... looks like a rock. I don't a big stone. No, and hold on, enunciate it one more time. You're talking about the one that's got like it, it reflects. It reflects. Yes, yeah. Chris knows. I know what you're talking the about. Listeners don't know. know. I don't know. Then I thought it was a museum entrance. <laughs> it's outside a museum. Yes, yes. Nobody cares about that crap city. They... Just kidding. I love Chicago. He doesn't. I do. Name one good thing about Chicago. John other, Hughes. Okay. He Name should. two things about other Chicago. Other than pizza or, ch- Fair. or Chance the Rapper. Go. <laughs> Don't say Cubs or White Sox. H.H. <laughs> Holmes. That's right. Not the Bulls, huh? <laughs> Michael Jordan, I the said, Bulls. Did I not say Michael Jordan? Of course, Michael Jordan. <laughs> um, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2 Remind DLC will be coming in January 23rd and brings back Final Fantasy characters Leon, Yuffie. Yuffie. Yuffie and Aerith. Aerith. John is so stupid. Chris is helping me with word pronunciation. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) right. (laughs) Let's just go on to hell because it's cold. Mm -hmm. Let's just end the show right now, dude. Predator Hunting Grounds. I saw the footage of this today. Looks pretty dope. It's looking better and better. Yeah. Predator Hunting Grounds is coming to PS4 and PC on April 24th. Gameplay was dope. dope. Check it out. It featured different character classes of Predators as well as weapon choices. There was also a female Predator, and you could tell because she had boobage. Oh, I was going to say, how did we know that Predators weren't already females? But you just clarified That's that. That's true. Thanks, you John. just assume. Uh, Umi. Yeah. Babylon's Fall was featured. This is the collaboration of Platinum and Square Enix that was announced a couple of years ago. Ooh. The game looks very Dark Souls with more information coming this summer. Ghost of Tsushima. Can't wait. Which is about dead sushi. Not Sushi's true. Sushi's already dead. But, but hilarious. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima was shown a brief teaser trailer with speculation that more will be shared at the Game Awards. Oh, yeah. Let's hope. I can't wait, guys. That's uh, this week. It's right? been a while. Yeah, it's Thursday. Yeah. Oh. Um, right. Are, are we going to be able to watch it? <laughs> we mm. should be able to, I think. Yeah, I think it starts eight thirty Eastern. Yeah. So, how long is it? There's about three hours long. Yeah, I was going to say two, that. Three. In theory, guys, I know this is very random and on the spot and live, but that could be a cool live stream. <laughs> Just saying. Shut it down. Yep. Move on, John. <laughs> <laughs> we should do it. This is not the place or time to have that conversation, John. <laughs> well, most importantly, Resident Evil 3. Shocker. 
has been confirmed <laughs> with a release date of April 3rd. The game will also include the recently announced multiplayer, Project Resistance. Resistance! Which was a surprise, but also likely a smart move for Capcom. Mainly because multiplayer has not been Capcom's strong suit. Better for them to attach it to... I wonder if that'll hurt the scores, though. Mm. Dude, uh, speaking of Resistance, there have been, resistance. Ma- there have been major teases towards from uh, Insomnia this week from for Resistance. <laughs> So what? Uh, yeah, on their Twitter account this week, Insomniac. They, yeah, like they, like remasters. I don't know. We'll find out. We don't know, bro. I'm I'm just saying they keep posting. I pictures would really like and, that. Yeah, <laughs> you I don't know if that means there's game? gonna be a new one or or yeah, if they're remastering or I have no idea. I have not. John. It's like a single player alien Call of Duty game. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But those are all the announcements. Yay. It was one of the more upbeat state of plays. I love state of plays. I love Nintendo Directs. I love these things. You know what I mean? Mm. They're, they're just fun. Mm. Um, so we have a report from Kotaku about <gasps> Project Scarlet. Always um, up in people's They're business. saying that it's discless. Discless. You're discless. Well, they have a discless. Uh, <laughs> Kotaku is reporting that a lower cost discless version of Project Scarlet is still in development according to sources close to Microsoft. Um, that source is Phil Spencer. The console will be a part of a family of consoles. The initial reports indicated a family consisting of a more powerful console, codename Anaconda. Yeah. Uh, Don't want none. Oh, and a cheaper unit codename Lockert. Hmm. It's funny. This does, in fact, mirror the current system of Xbox consoles. If you remember, we have the Xbox One S and the uh, Xbox One X. Do tell more. Uh, There's also rumors of a streaming-only Xbox console that will support Xbox Game Pass and the amazing Project xCloud. That'll be in the future, I think. A future! Yeah. You think uh, Phil is playing xCloud in his living room? Well, based on this (laughs) next news article, John, I'd say yes. Why would he play it in his living room when he could be playing it on his Android phone? Because Xbox head Phil Spencer (laughs) has revealed... That he has brought the next-gen Project Scarlet home and is currently using it as his primary console. Son of a... (laughs) Spencer broke the news on Twitter saying, quote, and it started. This week I brought my Project Scarlet console home and it's becoming my primary console, nanny nanny boo boo. Playing my games, connecting to the community, and yes, using my... Elite Series 2 controller, having a blast. Yeah. This is where he does a head bob. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. he did. Chris is feeling that because he can't wait to get an Elite Series 2. Great work by the team. I looked at 2020 him. is going to be <laughs> an incredible year. Somebody's going to be breaking into his house. He did He did the same thing, I believe, with uh, with uh, Project or 1X or whatever it is, you know. Back when he announced that, like about early in my living room, like, yeah, he, you know, they revealed that was coming the next fall. And then he, that some point, like around December, he was like, so I've got the one X in, uh, in the old living room. (laughs) I Um, hate him. But on the other hand, that's just cool to know because he's like, hey, guys. It's working. He's using it. it. it it's real. Yeah, it's a thing, John. It's, it, it does exist. It's real. It's so real. The Unlike qu- this. The, the question <laughs> uh, that we all have after that article is, is is he in fact, he being Phil Spencer, playing Control on Game Pass? IGN's pro- Game of the Year. Uh, on that Project Scarlet. Uh, Xbox head Phil Spencer stated in an Extra Life live stream, uh, quote, I thought Control was really good. It didn't reach enough people, so I'm glad to see that it's coming into Game Pass so that more people will play it. 
Uh, Control developer Remedy has disagreed when uh, when asked, stating the information about Control coming to Xbox Game Pass as reported on a recent Mixer stream is incorrect. That means wrong, John. Mm -hmm. We have no news or announcements regarding Xbox Game Pass at this time. End quote. Mm. I want to point out that Nick Saban once said he was not coming to Alabama. Uh, Control was developed... (laughs) (laughs) Control was developed over three years with a budget of 30 million euros. That was brilliant, right? Dollars. According to uh, Remedy CEO Taro Vertala, we didn't quite require the same huge lifetime numbers as many other games with bigger development budgets. Therefore, even though Control didn't have chart-topping sales right from the get-go... We are in a good position with steady sales. We always take the long view here. Yeah, there yeah. was a there was a big thing like a lot of assets they actually did for um Quantum Break or were repurposed for this game, which cut the cost down a lot. But um on the other hand, this just feels to me like Phil screwed up cuz I I would imagine I would imagine he's not making that up and I I hate to say it, it makes sense. It literally makes sense <laughs> that this don't game hate to say it. at some point this game of course. Would, like would come. I, I don't Here's know why thing. you would not put this on both PC Game Pass and on uh on regular Xbox Game Pass. Thing is, if Phil Spencer ever said something publicly about me that was inaccurate, I wouldn't correct him because I would assume that he just knows what's best for me. Mm-hmm. As you should. But <laughs> put it on Games Pass. Why? Phil Spencer said so. <laughs> but on the other hand, if you're Remedy, the, you have to take this line of action until it's actually on Games Pass because that's potential sales. Well, of course, that you could be losing out on. Well, right? He's a, but no. But to me, the, the sales are done. It's like, I mean, there could be since it's been nominated. Well, one game of the year, maybe that does an uptick. But yeah, I'm I'm picturing him saying, "No, that is not true. We have no plans at this time." And then. Once he says it, he says to his assistant, get Phil Spencer on the phone. Let's see if we can work this out. The big issue would be if it's going on sale for Steam for, for the holidays. That would be the one. Because I, I imagine it's going to, you know, when I bet it comes some point in January, after all the sales are done and everything, they'll be like, mm. okay, now it can come. And they'll be like, I'll play it again. But you're on point there, Sean, about yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. Nick Saban. Yeah. That was beautiful. People Thank say you. things. People say things. <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go back and listen to the show just to hear that. Are you gonna laugh at your desk at work? Oh god, yeah. yeah I can't wait. Okay. I am me when that happens. <laughs> uh Nintendo. Yeah. They did well, John. They did well over Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm gonna turn this way so I can read. <laughs> what is happening right now? You your head's on a pivot. <laughs> Nintendo sales for the Switch are off to a great start. The console sold over 800,000 in the U.S. over Thanksgiving holiday due to Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Uh, Sales in America (laughs) have already reached 17.5 million. Thanksgiving week marks the best week of sales in the U.S. so far, thanks in part to the release of Switch Lite and Pokemon Sword and Shield. Nintendo has seen a 20% jump in sales year over year with a decision not to lower the price of its console. Do we really... I would really want to see the data to think if the light is the reason it sold that or whatever. I, I think it's more so about Pokemon than the that light. Helps. I, I go into the stores that I go into frequently and I don't... It doesn't appear that there is a... a um, you know, a, a, a mass rotation of incoming and outgoing Nintendo Switch Lite I, I feel like it's a hybrid of the two. Because there's a there's a fan out there that knows Pokemon 
to be a handheld console, a, a handheld game. So they go in there and they go, I just want to play Pokemon. Oh, that system's really cheap. I'll just get that and I'll play Pokemon. Maybe. So I think it's a combination of light and Pokemon Sword that really pushed it over. Maybe. Because we know that Pokemon is a console-selling game. Yeah. Um, I would say it's just because it's the Switch right now. I mean, like, obviously everything for the Xbox and PlayStation is wrapping up. They're kind of in the middle of their main throws here. They've been strong all year regardless of, uh, you know, the light or anything like that and then yeah there was a lot of bundles like there were there was probably there there was like probably more deals for for switch bundles i love how you say bundles that's why i giggled right bundles like, like and i mean like some really solid ones like better deals in terms of bundles than just actually buying the games individually right yeah. like they were the best deals it made out there. sense it really did yeah i, I don't mean so, to bite your style right now but it does so bundles. i would say bundles and yeah i would say uh Pokemon Sword and Shield, I'm with you there. That or definitely. the Pokemon Sword and Shield bundle, bundle, yeah, that too. <laughs> there you go. Do you care if I read the next two? Does Not it make it makes sense? Tell us about the new NES and SNES games that are getting added. Uh, Nintendo adds. Um, <laughs> announced do it. that Journey um, to Silius and Crystallis for NES, and Star Fox Two Super Punch Out. Kirby Superstar and Breath of Fire 2 for SNES will be added to Nintendo Switch Online on December 12, 2019. Also, some notable games from Indie Showcase. Uh, Sports Story, the sequel to Golf Story, will be adding baseball and tennis and will be exclusive to Nintendo Switch, uh, and it should release in the middle of 2020. Streets of of Rage 4 (laughs) will feature Adam Hunter as a playable character and will be available the first half of 2020. Gleamlight is a platform game that looks like stained glass, which I think it means beautiful, right? And will be coming to Nintendo Switch in early 2020. Uh, there's a quote here. Gleamlight. Gleamlight. <laughs> Gleamlight is an original game that tells a quiet and mysterious story in an artistic world with a stained glass motive. According to the devs, devs is short for developers. For those of you on the wondering, um, Axiom Verge 2 is in development and will be coming to Nintendo Switch in the fall of 2020. Bird-centric skateboarding game, dot, 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 and boyfriend dungeon, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. What can you say? Yep. Japan. <laughs> Japan. <laughs> That's nice. Bird-centric skateboarding game looked as stupid as it sounded. <laughs> it, is, it is canary birds skateboarding, literally. You know, there's a game I have on... <laughs> Fundamentally. There's a game I have on Steam where... You play as a bird detective, and you got to deduce different types of birds that have committed crimes. So the, I just want you to know that exists, and that there's also a game where you play as pigeons, and it's a dating game based on the Japanese game style. So let's let's not go over the top when we talk about stupid bird-based games on yeah. Switch. Speaking of stupid, uh, there's games, a high standard. While, while we're on the topic of birds, did you hear that the actor uh, actor who played Big Bird passed away? Recently? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, Very sad. Rest in peace. Yeah. Thoughts of prayers. <laughs> Thoughts of prayers. An announcement I've been waiting for for years. It's been rumored for a while. Uh, new, Yeah, according to Kotaku. New Bioshock game confirmed by 2K. 2K has officially announced a new Bioshock game is officially in the works at a newly, Bioshock. For- <laughs> <laughs> at a newly formed studio called Cloud Chamber. Huh. <laughs> That's what I call my farts. To dis- to slightly deflate the huge grin on your face, 
the game should not be expected anytime soon, with 2K saying that the next Bioshock will be in development, quote, for the next several years. Wah, Along wah, with Metro Prime wah, 4. Wah. Mm-hmm. If they came out at the same day, my head would explode. <laughs> According to the company, the game is at, quote, the earlier end of our process. According to 2K President David Ismailer, Bioshock is one of the most beloved, is critically it? praised, yes, it and is. highest rated franchises of the last console generation. We can't wait to see where its powerful narrative and iconic first person shooter gameplay <laughs> meh, head in the future with our new studio team at Cloud Chamber leading the charge. I hope it works out. It's going to be so good. You know, it'd be funny, guys. You know, it'd be funny. There'll always be a lighthouse. I hope. There'll always be a city. Yes. Uh, There'll always be a girl. I I really hope that the week before this game comes out, like the next Elder Scrolls is coming out (laughs) and Death Stranding 2 is coming out. (laughs) And that Stardust game or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't Bioshock Infinite and Last of Us come out virtually the same time? Last of Us was the better game. I think game. so, yeah. That's why Chris didn't yeah, have Last of Us as Game of the Year. Bioshock Infinite was March that year, and The Last of Us was in the, was in the summer. Yeah. Hmm. The summer of 69. Bioshock, and and Bioshock we're finally... Hey, at least we're finally getting Last of Us at some point next year. That keeps getting delayed. <laughs> <laughs> I love hands around the mic, Chris. It's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> it's precious. Oh... <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Why are we just not doing this? (laughs) Hold on. First off, uh, I've lost it. That's it. Finally, this week. God? Then you go. Forgive my father. Yeah, if that's you, the name of this article. Yeah, forgive my father, for I have sinned. No, uh, you know what? That was a typo. It should have said, "Forgive me, father, oh. for I have well, sinned." I, I, again, I'm going to point out, fault. I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm, I'll fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think you are Jesus? <laughs> do you? <laughs> now you can play as him in a game called "I Am Jesus Christ," <laughs> developed by Playway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the game will allow players to take the role of Jesus and bring a slew of New Testament stories to life. A slew. The release date is not known yet, but the game will only be released Jesus on knows. Steam. Jesus The knows. only way it will be released is on Steam. As the Son of God... <laughs> I like how he made sure to capitalize Son of God in this. <laughs> you, can relive, you can relive walking on water, casting out demons, and feeding the multitudes. Uh, quote, become Jesus Christ, the famous man on earth. In this highly realistic simulation game, pray like him for getting superpower. Perform famous miracles like him from Bible, like casting demons, healing and feeding people, (laughs) resurrection, and more. And I am Jesus Christ. I think this is like a foreign developer, and it was very badly translated. But I put it in there because it read so hilarious. Oh, God. I kind of want to play I am Jesus Christ. Pray like him for getting superpower. Yeah. Yeah, I read Yeah. Um, do you kind of want to play this game on your new computer? Not, not, not at all. Sing, not at all. The Why? book, the book's better. If I'm going to walk it on. It is. <laughs> but what if, what if there's something about this game? Just if, read the book. If I was going to be a character a that, book, uh. If I have a power meter in this game, if my Jesus? power depletes in this <laughs> game. Right. You're Jesus. It is. <laughs> I would rather. It you're is, the savior. It is heretical. If I want to. I will uh, burn it. Dude, the fact <laughs> that there's a Jesus game is heretical. <laughs> 
if I was going to walk on water, I'd rather be like Dr. Manhattan than Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be a little bit better sale. Oh, by the way. It just um, seems a little gross. It's mm, like, yeah. you know, it's kind of like idolatry. Mm. I mean, it's... It's Seashawn idolatry. Oh, did you just did you see Seashawn me? Yeah, I did. <laughs> he did. Um, <laughs> there is a, a Doctor Who VR game that I wanted you to play. Chris. Yeah, they've had a yeah, they've had they've quietly done Doctor Who games for years. Well, there's a VR one where you yeah. are the Doctor, Chris. I Make saw it happen. That. Do you remember the fighting? Uh, I never played it, but I think it was on Steam or something. It was a fighting game where you played as deities through the histories. Like Greek gods. I heard about that. Jesus was actually one of the fighting characters. Uh, you know, Buddha, <laughs> even though he was peaceful. But uh, you know, I just that kind of stuff. Are we still recording? Yeah, yeah, we're. we're it just got dark all. Sorry. Well, because he went back to the screen of uh, yeah. darkness. But yeah, it's. Uh, I'm curious to see how this pans out. I don't want to play it, and I'm wondering if it's VR. I don't know. I've got um I've got extremely long eyelashes and one just got in my contact. Gorgeous. Um, so we're gonna need to pivot so I can go tighten this up. Chris. You guys want to wrap this up? Never. <laughs> John, you look at me so weird when I do that, and I hate it. Lucky my eyes closed. If you want to write your thoughts and prayers to us, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, you can write them to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Just like, oh, we would, I wish we could see the emails, Chris. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, Garrett did, and he says, Hey, Chris, remember when you said it would be funny? If someone was trying to get back to their ship and they ended up in an entirely different section of the planet, well, you're going to love this. Are you talking about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? Because that happened to me and you thought it was funny. Yes. Uh, I had just fully explored a section of Zepho that I was able uh, to at the moment. And I was like, I'm about to head out. But no, (laughs) I took a wrong turn and ended up stuck in an impure uh, Imperial facility inside of a massive cavern. Yeah, that's the place. Yeah, Zepho's the worst one. That's of them. the one you get yeah. lost on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I certainly wasn't going anywhere else. And lo and behold, a giant scaly gorilla thing popped out of the wall and thoroughly smacked me. This was about a week ago. <laughs> I haven't come back to it yet. I sympathize with. Have you woken up? <laughs> I sympathize with friend of the show, John, right now more than ever. I want fast travel. Still love the game, though. That's what he meant. John. Uh, Validation. I did decide to play some uh, MHW, oh, Monster Hunter World after that. However, uh, and I've been loving that game again. That's the beauty of video games. If you get sick of or, or frustrated at one, there's always plenty more to play. I do love Monster Speaking Hunter. of playing other games, cough, Sean, cough. I think he I, wants you to play a certain game I know. that came out. My game of the year for 2017. Might be. Dude. Uh, he says game on, Richards. <laughs> game on, sir. Great email. I, I I do want to give you a piece of advice. There are, I believe, three elevators that you can choose. Yeah, when you that's pick the, the right part. one, um, There's a it's going to take you right up. It's it's amazingly annoying that once you go up the right elevator on Zepho, how, how immediate you are at that ship. Um, and you <laughs> go back to it. It's, it's a fantastic game, sir. Just <laughs> like... Horizon Zero Dawn. I need to go back to it. 
Oh, you stopped playing? Yes. Man, I've been playing NBA 2K. I've been, you know what I'm I've been playing? Boy. I'm playing two things. Two things! I'm playing Prey. Really? I saw that. I was like, what the heck, And John? I'm playing Odyssey. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I've got to go back to certain games. Got to go back. Because the game of the year discussion is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And I have to be able to say... I think if we get through three quarters of a game... I got my top five on you, you got You got a way to... You're fine. Because you, you know yeah. it, you know? You know, you know what your top five are. You know how you feel, John. I'm struggling with it. I'm not. He's because one. DJ Hero, not, not my oh. one, not my one and two. Wrong year. That's, that's but my, but my, but my last three, and I'm, I'm like, I'm mulling over like one of my, one of my favorite moments in a oh. game in, in gaming this year was you and me playing. Uh, oh yeah. Wolfenstein. That game but, is up there. But, but does that? How does well, that, but does that qualify as putting it on my list? How does it not? I don't well, know. it's up to you. The, it is up the, to me. I have the beholder. You that don't matter. Is it on this. your list? Yeah. That game is amazing. It is amazing. Uh, real quick before you read the next email, Chris, before I forget, there's a, a VR. You know how Beat Saber is on VR and it's amazing and it's on all the platforms. Mm-hmm. There was a game I saw that is a music VR game made by Harmonics. Yeah, and mm. have you seen it? Where you you're holding guns, mm-hmm. your VR controllers are guns, and as you shoot the things coming at you and do different things, mm. it's creating music. Mm. I wanted you to check that out. Just, just a, no, it's called like uh, Acadia or something along those lines. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, there's a bunch of things I want yeah. you to play on VR because you have a massive PC and a fantastic VR. Yeah, I do need to get. I'm going. You know what? That might be winter break. It might be finally time to uh, VR it up. I've been storing some things. I'm waiting. Okay. I've got $10,000 in the bank account. I can buy things now. <laughs> I wish that was true. You can see John money. <laughs> uh, next up, Matt writes in on Fallen Order and VR and says, Hello, fellows. Hello. Hey, uh, hello, Matthias. Sean was interested in my thoughts once I finished Jedi Sounds Fallen great. Order. Oh, here it is. Ooh. I love the story and its characters. The end is exactly what I needed it to be. Yep, I've heard that. They better be making more of these. Yep. The game felt more like a true Star Wars through and through. Uh, the music score plays a huge, huge, huge part in what makes this feel like a truly genuine Star Wars story. I had bugs all the way through, and I do wish this game was more polished, but honestly, the gameplay and story was so good, it made up for it. Ian Gallagher as a Jedi did throw me off a bit at first, uh, though, <laughs> but it worked out. Hey. He played uh, the Joker on Gotham. Yeah. That's I, so uh, weird. I, uh, you do have some bugs, man, but that game is still just good. Yeah, there's. I wish there weren't bugs, but yeah, there's, there's definitely some good stuff in there. Uh, very, very powerful stuff at the end. Uh, I've just played four hours straight of Blood and Truth on PSVR. I've only stopped because I need to go to bed. Sean, play this. I own that game, and I do want to play it. Well, then play it. Blood and Truth was a Tell game. Tell me to play VR games. You play the VR games. I will. Blood and Truth was a game that was on an original PlayStation demo disc. It was about a heist. Mm. This It got so much popularity, much like the robot game, that they made the full game, Blood and Truth. Mm. And it's like it's like that kind of feel the heist and the chase and everything's in cars and you're in a, but you have a VR headset on. Mm. I, I own it. I do a plan. But you're, it. you're distracted by other things on VR. So that's cool. I mean, 
You play it all the time. Yeah, like Christmas in Chicago. Uh, this is blowing my mind. It's simply amazing how good this is, how immersive it is, and how good the controls work. The story is also tap-natch. Tap-natch? So far, I've enjoyed VR occasionally, mostly because I can see what it can become, but the experience has been so-so. I've gotten nauseous before after playing an hour or two. However, I felt no nausea from this game. This is an awesome game, and it's not even a full price. Uh, Yeah, I cannot wait for the next-gen VR with better resolutions. The possibilities are endless for VR games, and it's only just begun. Happy holidays, your mom's box, Matt. Hey, Matt, thanks for the email. Happy holidays to you, sir. Happy holiday. Sean, that's all I got here. Oh, my Um, goodness, I'm up. While you're doing that, just remember this place that he's reading stuff from, Twitter. Make sure you tweet us uh, what your game of the year is. And make sure you also say that, hey, my game of the year for this year is blah, blah, blah. Uh, So that way we can make sure to mark you as an entrant to potentially win a $60 gift card. uh, Care of one of our listeners. You know, believe his name is Golden. I think. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's his name. Uh, But uh, showers. No, nothing. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Funny. Uh, But. <clears throat> uh, yeah, make sure you get that in before next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you'll have a shot to win. So, uh, what's up to at my name is Mud? Um, he said at Weekly Games Chat. Sorry again about Tua. Uh, that sucked. The stadium went silent when he didn't get up. I believe. Yeah. I believe he is a state fan. I believe oh. he's he. I believe he's in that area. That's oh, why dang. he knows that. He said in other news. Y'all talked me into getting Star Wars Jedi falling. Um, er, falling order, or er, order Jedi, or er, uh, never mind. Y'all get the point. Well, good. I- I'd like to hear your thoughts and prayers on uh, Jedi fallen order, sir. Um, like, this is really funny. Uh, so last week, just like he does every week, Chris puts out on our Twitter about what we're going, what we're going to talk about. So last week he said, this week John content- combines fantasy and puzzles in the beautiful watercolor world of trying for the Nightmare Prince. The first response was by uh, Draven, and he said, who? (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, I replied with, of course, an LMAO, and then he said, just kidding, John. We love you, buddy, and can't wait till you're back for good. (laughs) I can't wait either. Uh, Disney let us know that Chapter 5 of The Mandalorian was out. I wonder if you guys watch it. I did. It was fantastic. I heard, yeah, there was a lot of mixed reviews on that this week. From people, it's I'm, becoming it's becoming an it's becoming a weekly episode of Star Trek. Like, here's the planet we're visiting this week. I've heard it's very much like an old school. The last couple of weeks have been like an old school cowboy show. It like did. A, don't get me. It did a lot of cool things, a lot of cool mm-hmm. scenes. But um, there's only eight episodes. It's not like you have to stretch out stuff. You can. <laughs> stretch out. Stuff. Unlike unlike Watchmen, which which isn't stretching. It's just going for it. And, yeah. So hopefully, ever. hopefully, um, <laughs> hopefully it'll pick up. But also, don't forget, folks. Next, uh, not this Friday, but next Friday, <clears throat> get your Witcher on. It's on Netflix. Fair point. Yes, uh, we had a direct message. I do not think that I read this. Oh, last mm, week. Read on. Um, it's from Big Kev. He says, "Yo, fellas, yo, huge fan of the show. Just started listening when the Luigi's Mansion three episode dropped." And y'all are my new fave podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey. Um, Big Kev works morning, so uh, he says we make um, uh, the morning go by smoothly. 
Uh, he just refound his love for gaming a few months ago, and again, loves what we do and tells us to keep killing it. Thank you so much for that direct message, sir. Ooh. See, we read things. Things happen. Uh, any new follows? Let me double check. We are caught up on new follows, so hey, that's great. Right. Um, again, we'll say it once again. Uh, you'll have a chance to tweet us your game of the year, which will enter you in a contest for a GameStop gift card from the holiday for the holidays from one of our listeners. Sixty dollars. Sixty bones is what that's going to be, John. Sixty yeah. bones. Y'all yeah. remember that old bit that uh, uh, I didn't know it at the time, but it ended up being Opie and Anthony did about the hundred grand they were giving away. Come to find out, it was a candy bar, and the wow. listener was very not happy when that. Who on that? Um, but yeah, all right, John. <laughs> Chris. Also, make sure that, uh, again, if you're going to enter that contest, you get that entry in by next Tuesday at 5 p.m. I'm not sure what day next Tuesday is. I mean, look. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, next Tuesday is Tuesday. That, uh, I'll it, tell you right 17th? now, it's the 17th, 17th. Yes, of December. Yeah, so you have till the 17th. Uh, but until you do that, wow, you know what I just realized? What? Hold on. Our Witcher, Witcher and Star Wars come out on the same day. Mm, that's fine. Witcher's gonna be no, there. no. That just makes that the greatest day ever. <laughs> Are well. you scared to death of Star Wars right now? Oh. No, I'm completely on. Like I cannot wait to be there. I'm there too, but I, but I can't like, watch it the day it comes out. How are you going to end the, the Star Skywalker Wars? Yeah, saga? I, I don't know. Um, I've I, heard some really bad rumors. The important thing is that it has Adam Driver, and if it sucks, it won't be Adam Driver's fault. Because I've watched three movies this month with Adam Driver. Adam Driver's and he an doesn't amazing, do he's bad acting as Kylo Ren. What are you talking about? If you don't want to be depressed about Star Wars, don't mm. talk to BK. <laughs> well, that's your first mistake. Yeah. Speaking of which, guess who's coming on next week, folks? Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll I talk. Do- about, we'll talk to him about Star Wars now. Um, but uh, until next time. Uh, I want to say hey, that this has been oh. next time is our last live podcast of the year. It is. Yeah. Yeah. For you guys. Well, I was, I try to help you with the music spectacular. That is now Get out of my house like tradition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this has been episode 234 of weekly games chat. I'm Ooh. Ron Burgundy. Yeah, right. I think that's right. Uh, if you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use, and you'll get a new episode just like this every week uh, for your listening pleasure. If you really like the show or you really hate us, I guess, you can drop a review or a like. It does help people discover us. Um, so please keep that in your mind and your thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Oh, wow. Wow. Talk about someone picking up the ball when someone else dropped it. We've said thoughts and prayers a lot this week. I don't, I don't care. Over, I, don't I don't care. It. I don't care. You had one job. I did uh, it. I do it well, sir. <laughs> it's raining outside right now, and I'm, I'm worried about that. Uh-oh. Uh, ah, dang it. Now I lost my mind. If you want to write your thoughts and prayers in. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> you can write them to weeklygameschat@gmail.com, or you can hit us up on the Twitter. The Twitter. And as you've just heard, we will read them. Uh, and finally... Once again, I will just remind people, if you want to get in on an entry <laughs> for a $60 gift card, uh, you can go to our Twitter page and tweet us your favorite game of the year. Just say, hey, Weekly Games Chat, my game of the year is blank. Don't put blank. Actually, put a game in there. I kind of want somebody to put blank. Um, I'm not going to be funny about that. Uh, and if you can do that before 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on December 17th, that's a Tuesday, you will have a chance to win yourself that $60. So I can win? You. No, no, you cannot. Sorry. 
Um, until Show's next time, though, I will rigged. simply say, <laughs> game on, Sean. Game on, Chris. Game on, friend of the show, John. That's why I should be able to win. I'm just a friend of the show. Game on, Chris. You know the news department. Game on, Foss, John. <laughs> uh, Your mom's back! You went deep in the throat on that one, huh? <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, peace out, everybody. Bye-bye.